It's time to Rewind Red Zone on the Red Zone Rewind Podcast. The home for your Red Zone news straight from Commissioner Adele. Okay, Red Zone. Hope you're enjoying your off-season. Welcome to the first media preview extravaganza daily of 2022. Um, this is your beloved former commissioner, um, Mr. Michael Adelman, joined along with two friends who I've never joined up on a pod with before, um, the three of us. Um, introducing main event and Spencer. How are you guys doing? Warren, you're good. You go oh, first. I'm good. Okay, I'll go first. I'm doing well. <laughs> doing well on vacation this week and uh, itching. We're itching so close to to 23. We're under 20 days away, right? In under three weeks. That's correct. August um, 19th, so right? Is that the day? Am I correct in that? Something like that. I got I to gotta look. I haven't pre-ordered it yet, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, JP did, so he should know. Um, Spencer, how's your off-season going? How's your summer going? It has been stupendous. It's been great. Uh, I I can see the inevitable uh, looming shadows of bugs in franchise mode, and that I am looking forward to the most. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about you, Warren? How's your summer been? Uh, summer's been good. Um like I said, I've been on vacation this week. Um, I, I'm just hoping we get 32 users into this into this season. I cannot deal with a computer all season. Um, I hope we don't have to do a restart because that was, you know, rather annoying. But you know, hopefully we'll get they'll get it right one day. They'll have a question. Yeah. If that yeah. if that happens, who are we voting off the island? Nick's not in the league anymore, is he? No, no he's not. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, ooh, that's a good question. Would it be Glenn because he's already on the cusp here? Interesting. I love Glenn. I think it would have to be um, it would have to be one of the new guys who need to be um, Tofin or or um, other Trent. I think right. Yeah, probably. Oh, you know what? Monty. I think it's got to be Monty, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, he, he quit the league. He, he was let back in. He hasn't played a game. I think he's the easy one. One of those three guys, in my opinion. Sorry for the sad question. Figured it's or, Cad, or Cad, because then I don't have to see him in chat anymore. Oh. I'm kidding. He'll be there. I'm kidding. Off-season Cad is – you know how everyone's got, like, an in-season and an off-season version of themselves, like, in the Discord? He's I'm, the worst I'm starting to know. I'm starting to notice that he gets yeah. bored. Yeah, he's bored, and he's he's a father like most of us are now. And he sits on his phone and he just unfiltered throws messages into the chat, seeing what stirs up a little conversation. So, and racial slurs. On all I things. get it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. slurs. Um, yeah, but no, not a lot's going on in the league. We. Um, Warren and I actually discussed this podcast a month ago. The first yeah, it was, time. it was right around the time of the team draft, I think. Yeah, but but like all good ideas, we let it simmer, right? 
we just we kind of let it stew let it marinate a little bit and lo and behold a month later we're ready to bring it to you this is not your typical going through team by team breaking down who we think is going to win the most games who's going to win mvp all that kind of stuff um what we're going to do and we've already done this part of it is we drafted one to 32 who we think is going to win the season 77 championship. Um, So the way we did it was Spencer, Warren, and I, um, there was a number randomizer to get picks one through three. And we did a snake draft all the way to 32. um, With um, I got the first pick, Warren got second, Spencer got third. So Spencer got three and four. Um, So like I said, what the, what we're doing here is we're picking the the team coach combination that you think is most likely to win the season 77 championship um and i'm here to tell you right now this order is not what you'd expect but that's what why the exercise is fun right um but without spoiling anything spencer what was your takeaway from some of these picks that ended up going uh as far as someone who was selecting it was challenging because we looked at the picture from a seasonal perspective, right? We're not looking at it from a cycle perspective. So for this season, there's an opportunity for like our lower tier users with better rosters that could take a, take a step, right? Uh, and I think that you'll see that reflect in some of the order as we go throughout it. Warren, what were your thoughts on this? Were there any surprises for you or anything like that? I think the top half for the most part is is where I expected people. Um, there's a few at the bottom. They're just like they may have too much of a of a roster to build for them to get a Super Bowl this season, but year two, year three, year four, I think so. A lot of those guys maybe in the middle even some towards the bottom as I'm looking at one person specifically <laughs> is going to, is going to jump up and, and make a move because we just know he's, he's that good of a, right. Unit. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm glad we decided to do it. The one-off because anything can happen in one season at the very beginning, right? Like if we had done this as a cycle deal, it's like, okay, well, obviously you're going to take Aston first. So he's probably going to win one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's just, it's too broad and breaking it down to one season, especially early is great because there's so much parody, right? Not everyone knows the game. JP started five and zero before the restart last year, right? In the first season. So really and anything can happen forever to recover. Yeah. I mean, he's still licking his wounds from that and we're still making fun of him from the two for the tweets he was sending out about that five and zero start. <laughs> so poor guy can't catch a break um, with that. Let's get into the draft. And as I mentioned before, I had the first pick. Um, so I had the pick of the litter here of who I would take to win the championship first year. And I don't know. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll see if you guys think this was controversial. I went with Kelly and the Panthers. So a couple things. We're not going to go too deep in these teams. Some of them we might. But um, on this one, this Panthers team is – kind of underrated in my opinion um defensively they're really young and they've done well in the draft um they've really beefed up the d-line uh, they took jc horn that cornerback 
uh, last year in the first round. They already have Jackson there, uh, other corners well, good safeties. Uh, Shaq Thompson, a linebacker. The big issue, right, is quarterback. They, now they have Mayfield and Darnold. I bet those guys are not on the team in the next season, in season 78, unless Mayfield comes in with good ratings. I doubt he's going to. Um, but they have good weapons, DJ Moore. Um, the O-line's okay. I don't hate this team. They're not like a bottom two or three team in the league, but they have a great coach, right? Top five coach in red zone. The reason I picked them first overall is because the NFC is a disaster. There really aren't many high-quality guys on the NFC side. Um, most of them are on the other side, which is – and we'll get into that. Um, if I had to make a bet, on who is going to make the Super Bowl, it's probably going to be Kelly or the next NFC team who was picked in this draft. We'll talk about them when we get to them. I think there's really two here that could make it, maybe a third. So that's why I went with Kelly. It's just like the AFC is going to beat up in each other so much in the playoffs, and I have no idea who's going to come out of it. I just I I trust Kelly to make his way through a weaker NFC. Um, what do you guys think about that is going first overall? So um, if we're going just by user, I no qualms at all about Kelly going one. Um, the team. And like you said, the quarterback is the, was where I have the big question. I saw a lot of these Panthers last year with Ram. Right. And uh once he got his quarterback situated, um, and I mean, he had other weapons too. Once he got the quarterback situated, he was off and running. So Kelly might be able to overcome the Mayfield, Darnold, whatever for this first season. But everything else is set. He's got weapons on offense. He's got CMC. Uh that defense and and Kelly had the the Niners defense cooking last year. So I can't imagine um, the Panthers defense being any different with Brian Burns and Shaq Thompson and Jeremy chin. Uh, Like you mentioned with horn at corner Uh, there's guys all over the place uh, at every spot. Um, We just have to see what he's going to do at QB. And if he figures it out with Mayfield, who I went on the site, the rating site, and looked at his, what his ratings are coming in, I'm sure they're going to change by the time we get started. But a 77 overall Mayfield with 94 throw power. It's not bad. No, I, I, maybe I didn't know because I can't say I've seen too many games of Baker Mayfield, but I didn't expect him to come in with 94 throw power. Um, it's not like the one, it's not like Jake ported over his Mayfield from the commanders last season. Right. And mid eight and mid eighties, mid eighties in the accuracies. I mean, maybe Mayfield is going to be the answer. Uh, at least the first, at least the first season. Um, we'll see how, uh, how he handles that. Uh, Spence, what do you got? So I have spent two cycles in a row now as Kelly's division mate. And then I had him in the NFC Championship game towards the end of the last cycle and I narrowly lost that game to him. So I've, I've seen a lot of Kelly. I've seen a lot of how he plays, what he likes to do. 
and Baker's a really good fit for that. But there's one thing about Kelly that makes me step back from this number one spot because he is a great coach. He's top five. There is no doubt about it. But he always starts slow, at least since he's been back. He has to feel the game out. He's got to get the roster where he wants. He wants to get a quarterback in there who's low on the budget. That way he can build around that quarterback. Um, it's, the question is how much is Baker going to ask for uh, down the line if he continues with Baker Mayfield. But Kelly wants to feel the game out. He wants to get a high draft pick. He wants to capitalize on the draft. I don't foresee him, uh, you know, being incredible season one. Will he make the playoffs? Absolutely. Uh, but I do not foresee him beating whoever comes out of the AFC if he gets to the Super Bowl. So I, I disagree with number one, but he's, he's definitely high on my list also. I agree. That's where I was, the risk was, is that he is – consistently a slow starter um i don't know what kind i I can't even remember what he did early in the cycle last year but he definitely wasn't making the runs until um at least three or four in right correct so that's the risk with it but like i said i just i'm so i'm not down on the nfc but i'm so i don't trust most of the coaches in that conference so just feel like if he gets in, he's going to be fine, right? Without even with lower roster strength, I just feel like he's going to be fine until he runs into a few of these teams we're going to talk about here. Um, with that being said, let's move on. Let's go to number two. So main event had the second overall pick. And with that pick, he selected Moji and the LA Chargers. And Warren, I'll let you take away from here. Uh, I, I said this when I wrote uh, my buy, sell, or hold. Um, this Chargers team, and this is also after I played with them in the beta a little bit too. Uh, out the box, this is probably going to be the most complete team that we see. They have the quarterback, the running back, the weapons on offense, O-line solid, two bookend pass rushers, Derwin James in the back on the back end of that defense. And this is even before we get into Moji, who's also a top user and was towards the top of the NFC and at least his division almost every season last year. Um, This is even before Moji gets his hands on it. Um, And he... Looking ahead, he was he's going to wheel and deal and, and get all the pieces that he wants. But I don't know this first season if he's going to need to do any major moves. I think he, he's going to stick with them out of the box. And, I mean, I know he's in that tough division in the West, the AFC West, who's got – he's, he's got Ram out there. He's got Beach over there. I may not be as high on – Icom and Beach because of the who they're in the division with, with Moji and Ram. They're not slouches by any means. And a full season of Icom, we saw what he was able to do in the handful of seasons he had the Giants. A motivated Beach all season. We'll see if that happens. But a motivated Beach, we saw we he, he was able to win some games. I, I think... Moji out the gate is probably my favorite for a Super Bowl run, which eluded him all the last cycle. What do you got, Spence, about this one? 
So Emoji was also my number one, uh, just because uh, I think from what I understand, the meta leans a lot more towards the pass rush, and not only does Emoji do a good job defensively with his play calling, but he has two of some of the best pass rushers in the NFL. And out of the gate, we're going to be filling out the sliders, and he's probably tons of sacks, a lot of pressure on the quarterback, whoever he's playing against, especially Ramesu's offensive line in, in uh, Kansas City, which is subpar. But, uh, I mean, I, I really like his chances to make it out of the AFC big time. Yeah, so if I had not had the first overall pick and NFC had gone first like I chose, he would have been my top AFC. Um, I do think it's closer in this conference than it is in the NFC, right, between the, the gap between who you would take first from the AFC and second in the AFC versus the other side. Um, but you nailed it, Warren. It's the roster, right? Because you're combining it with his, the fact that he was a playoff team almost, I believe, every season with the Bengals, who were not the Super Bowl Bengals. They came in with a lower-rated roster, and the fact that he was able to bring that team to the playoffs, I believe, every year. I mean, that's just who he is, right? That's it's the kind of consistency you expect. I know Aston's making jokes about how he was playing basically one he was playing second fiddle to me all of last year but i i was the one playing the games and i know that wasn't the case right like i beat him in a lot of close games towards the end and he never had the super bowl run but he's always a threat he he's always going to be making moves he's always looking ahead um he's great on the sticks um with this kind of team he's just that much more dangerous right away the question's going to be can he consistently get past Remesu, right? Because that was his issue last year was that um, we would split most of the time in the regular season and then he couldn't get past me in the playoffs or he couldn't get past uh, bigs in the playoffs. Um, and that's why he never got to Super Bowl. I think he's going to be motivated coming into this year because he didn't make one last year and that's the expectations he sets for himself. I agree. I think he's the AFC favorite Vegas betting odd if there was one. Um, I think he would be the favorite to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So I don't disagree with this at all. And you want to talk about Kelly possibly being a slow starter. Moji, with, like you said, this wasn't the Super Bowl Bengals. This was a much different Bengals team out the box. He was 13-4 and four that first season. 13-4. and four. He was 13 and four and then 14 and three the following season. Mm. So, and, and finished last cycle with 70 something wins or almost 80 wins, 77 wins. I think he was the only top five win winner of like regular season wins and losses to not be in a Super Bowl. So, I, if, it's just kind of an anomaly, right? Yeah. So, absolutely. So I, he'll get to one. There's no doubt about it. He'll get to one this year. It's just a matter of when. And I think I agree with you that picking this one would be the smartest based just kind of, we'll get any other AFC teams, but this team is ready to win now, especially with the Mac trade. I agree yes. with that hundred percent. Yes. Um, we, anything else we got on the chargers? I don't think so. Let's move on. Spencer's got back to back picks here. Um, I'll throw them both out here, Spence, and then I'll just kind of let you go from go from there. So with the third pick in the draft, we stayed in the AFC West, and Spencer took Remesu and the Chiefs. 
and then pick four. This one is wild. Um, back to the <laughs> NFC. The fourth pick in the draft. The fourth highest team we would pick to win the Super Bowl first year. Andrew and the 49ers. Yes, sir. Let's hear it. All right, so I'll start with the, the obvious choice at three, right? The Chiefs are fun. Uh, Romesu is a winning, very winning coach, very successful coach. He's got a good roster. Does he have Tyree Kill anymore? No, but he's done more with less, and I expect that trend to continue. Moji being the obvious threat in that division, uh, I still find that Romesu will, will win more than eight to nine games. But that's going to be a lot for this conference. It's because, like, the wild card teams are probably going to have to win 10 to 11 games to even sneak in if they don't win their division. So I like Romesu a lot to do this because he has the best quarterback in the world and he's a really good coach and I think he could do it. Um, but there's a lot of team building that has to be done, but we're not worried about that for this podcast. This, the fourth pick being the Niners, right? Okay, wrong podcast. I'm, I feel like I'm on the one with Toph again, trying to make all these spicy takes or whatnot. But <laughs> aside from all of that, in all seriousness, the NFC, and this is going to be a continuing theme, is weaker than the AFC, right? Andrew was in a weak division last cycle, right? We would, we would say that. We had White Greg betting on himself to win this division and never did uh, because Andrew had it most of the time when Biggs was not around, right? Uh, did did White Greg not even win it when he was undefeated about midway through? I honestly could not tell you because – No, 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 remember? So he, he did win it and then – Jim beat him in the playoffs. Yeah, he got split <laughs> in the first round. And yeah, he, he quit about at halftime. Yeah, he, he pulled the plug because yeah. Jim was kicking the shit out of him. And then Greg just said, Greg thought that the whole league was going to back him. I oh, remember yeah, we'll that. replay the game. Nope. So he ended up just looting. That was his cycle. Yep. I remember oh. it. Wow. So, I mean, Andrew was in a division a similar to the one he's in now. He's in it with Jim. I mean, the NFC West is kind of questionable. Uh, Andrew's in a similar position, but with a better team. So I think Andrew could make a run. He's going to win his division. He might get lucky win a couple of games, and he doesn't have to figure out the quarterback situation. What's not to like? Give me Andrew at number four. Adele, what do you think? <laughs> there is one NFC team I would have put ahead of him, and I won't spoil, but they get picked next. Um, if he was the third NFC team taken – I wouldn't hate it, but he has no playoff success, right? That's the issue. And then every, I mean, every time he's made it, it's been, it's hard, right? Cause he, he had Henry last year and he was so reliant on Derrick Henry to get him through playoff games and just didn't happen, but this team's good, right? I mean, he's going to have Trey Lance, who's going to be souped up in terms of his ratings, good run game, great O-line, good defense. Um, it's a pretty user-friendly team, and especially early in the cycle, it's good to have a team like that. I just don't trust Andy to win three or four playoff games in a row. That's my issue, right? I mean, if he runs into Kelly, who do you who are you going to take in that game, right? I know anything can happen, but I just lean more towards the guys who are more seasoned. Um, As you should. But, it, and I hate to beat a dead horse, but 
this NFC just isn't that top heavy. So I really do feel like it's anyone's conference at this point. So can I disagree with you hundred percent for him being the second NFC team? No, I would take the team after this pick though. And we'll talk about that in a second. Warren, you got anything else on this one? Um, Ram at three is, is probably the most logical choice. I agree. Um, yeah. He's not going to have to figure out QB. Um, I think he which is to, a very underrated thing for a cycle, but oh, especially the first season. Um, I think he's got enough weapons on offense. Um, I'm sure he's going to rely heavily on on Kelsey. We'll see what Juju does. Um, running back, hmm, he's going to miss CMC. And that'll probably be one of the first things that he addresses in the offseason is get a running back that fits more of his his style. Um, I don't know about the defense. I trust Ram on defense, and I'm sure he's going to find somebody to use her and be all over the field and and make that defense tougher. Um, I know they got Chris Jones up front, but that yeah. back end is just – I don't know yet. And you might have said the same thing last year about the Panthers, and then he's out there with Jeremy Chin just all over the place. Juan so, Thornhill is going to be his guy. I guarantee it. I'm, Sprinting I'm, all over, getting 12 interceptions a year. No you, doubt. You might be right. But, yeah, and then don't forget, right, they just – didn't they just – was it they extended Travis Kelsey? Was that what just happened? They redid it. I think they redid it and saved him some money. Save some money, so his contract should be a little better. I mean, he's got the quarterback locked in for the whole cycle, and the offensive line for most for most of it is in place. They, the center, um, Pro Football Focus graded him as the first rated center in football last year. His ratings are going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, once he solves the receiver position more. I think it's going to be a repeat of last year for him. I really do. And then as far as Andy out in, in Santa Clara with the Niners, um, I think he's got to make his move early in the cycle. Um, he's going to have some big paydays going forward. His first one's going to have, he's going to have to sign Debo unless they get it situated in real life and they put it in the game. But you know, EA does EA things. Um, I don't know if we're going to see the same Trey Lance that we saw out the box with um, Kelly. I think this one's going to be dumbed down just a little bit. Yep. Um, but he's still going to have the arm. He's still going to be able to scoot in the pocket. Um, I trust. Uh, I trust Andy to do what he's do what he's going to do. Um, as far as you know, on the field, and Debo, Ayu, Kittle, uh, the defense with Bosa and Warner, uh, there's plenty of there's plenty of guys, and like we've mentioned every time we talk about the NFC, there's not as many hitters in the NFC, uh, at least at the top end. There might be some in the middle that will move up just because of how everything worked out with the team draft. Um, But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. 
early on it's going to be Andy and Jim's division. Um, we'll see what Silk does in his return. Blueprint's got <laughs> a lot of stuff to figure out in Seattle. Yeah. Um, but I tr- I trust he will at, at some point. Uh but yeah, I think that's that thing. That's all I got for Spence's picks. They were two solid picks back to back. They were my my last thing here on this Niners team. He's got he almost has a blue chip player at every position group, right? Because Lance, I mean, say what you want about him, he's going to be a freak show in terms of his athleticism. Yeah, um, you've got Kittle, you've got Debo, Trent Williams is a ninety nine overall tackle, is he not? He is. He is. He is. Um, then on the other side, you've got Bosa, you've got Fred Warner. Um, the corners can be improved, um, and the safeties are all right. But for outside of the secondary, I mean, they've got a top guy at every single level. Um, if he can go out and maybe make a trade for a, a true top player in a secondary, team's going to do a lot of the work for him, right? And, and when you're kind of a – not a mid he's higher than a mid tier in my opinion, but when yeah. you're kind of one of those fringe guys having that talent just really helps you out. I mean, look at Jim, right? Jim has found success in this league, building up a defense that can help him play his strengths, right? That matters. And having a good team is certainly going to help Andy win some games. Um, with that, let's move back to main event here via the snake. Um, we're going to go now to pick five i'm just scrolling back to the list here uh with the fifth pick warren selected who i would have taken second if it's an nfc team uh the candy podcast host himself terry spitta and the tampa bay buccaneers warren you can take it away from here uh spitta i i faced him a number of times last year one of the tougher users that i faced um he's just between him and uh rock just you're thinking for 60 not literally 60 minutes but you're thinking for four quarters the whole time um now we're going to get him a quarterback and some receivers the defense is is in place, and then we're looking at the rest of that division. He'll have to fight with Kelly, and I think that's going to be a knockdown drag out fight, just like the Panthers and the Bucks were last year. But other Trent may surprise some people. I think Tolfin's going to be okay. Um, full cycle out of him in a much better. Uh, I was going to say a much better roster than the Texans, but he picked up the Bigs Texans, which had a lot of pieces. Those guys were good. In place, yeah. Um, this division is going to be tough, um, but I, I, I'm I, pretty sure that Spitta, especially with Tom Brady and early Tom Brady, not, oh, we're going to stay for five seasons in this cycle Tom <laughs> Brady like he did last year. Um, and again, NFC's going to be looking for some top people, uh, early on, it's going to be again, his time to shine. He did make it to a Super Bowl last season where he lost to Jake, um, which was a really good game. And I think he'll jump out early and, uh, 
and try to make some moves once we get started. Spence, what do you got? So I like this pick, and it would have been my next NFC pick instead of the Panthers. Um, but my thing is, and this is not obviously like a cycle-wide podcast. We're not referring to the rest of the cycle. But, you know, I, I agree with you in that this season, he's got a lot of pieces in place to, to help him be successful. He's been to a Super Bowl uh, this past cycle when he played Jake, right? Uh, he can be really good in playoffs, and he can win some games and string some together when he's confident and he can make the right reads and do what he usually does. Going forward, it's kind of questionable because, you know, I don't know if this is a narrative or if it's a bad narrative. I know we love the narrative work, but is he a good GM? Is he going to fumble contracts? Is he going to do this, that, and the other? And that's something we're going to have to watch in the NFC South going forward. We do remember last year, um, the first year, the year that Tool was available and Tool wanted, God, a hundred plus million dollars or something like that. And he went and spent the money and had the contract infraction um, on Tua. So I, I see what you're saying about his GM work. Is he going to be able to make the right decisions uh, of getting those people in place? And he's immediately after the season going to have to figure out the plan for Tom Brady before he starts to dip 2-0 with, with the regressions and whatnot. Well, two is the most accurate quarterback in the league, right, Adele? Like, <laughs> we, yeah, we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> they literally copied Bridgewater's ratings to Tua. It's incredible. Yes, they did. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree, right, that if you had to rank the NFC, one, two, three, it would be those three teams that have been picked, right? I don't think anyone's reached or taken the wrong thing or taking the wrong team. These are the guys, right? Andy Kelly and Spitta in some order are the three favorites. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of Bucks Panthers NFC championship games, this cycle, a lot of them. Um, unless one of these mid tier guys that we're going to talk about later really pops up here. Um, these are just the two most seasoned guys in the conference. And if Terry's going to win one, this is the year. This is the year for him to get over the hump and finally get one. Um, and like you guys said, I mean, this team is pr- is pretty much ready to win right now. And this is it. I mean, if as soon as Brady goes out the door, there's a lot of issues that we're going to follow him. Um, the receivers are four deep now. They have Julio Jones. The O-line's good. The defense is really, really solid. Um, this is it for him. I think he's going to be in the mix. I definitely think he's going to at least make the second round of the playoffs. Um, and uh, Warren, I agree with you. I think he's really tough to play. Um, defensively, he's a very good user and he's a smart play caller. Um, just needs to get out of his own way on offense sometimes, I think. Um, but I could definitely see him be in there at the end. Um, let's go to the next team. So now we are back to me for back-to-back picks. I'll hit on these quick with the sixth pick. I selected Aston and the Colts. And with the seventh pick, I selected Spencer and the Vikings. Uh, I know Spencer was grinning about that in our little chat when we picked these teams. <laughs> You're um, a homer. 
That's all it is. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, so Aston with the Colts, I think it's pretty easy explanations to why he's going there. Um, I think Moji and Ram are the true 1A, 1B favorites in the AFC this year, just the roster strength alone. Um, the Colts are right there too, right? And you give Aston a little time to get the quarterback right, uh, figure out more of that defense, get some more star power on the offense. They're going to be a really, really tough team to hang with. Um, but they're they're ready to win some games right now. I, I think he's definitely winning the AFC South the first year. And then we're going to Spencer and the Vikings here. Kind of the same exercise as the other NFC teams, in my opinion, since we're drafting for who we think is going to win. I think that Spencer legitimately has a chance to at least get to the NFC Championship game. I think you – because when you get to this part of the draft, you're starting to look at, well, who do I know is going to win their division, right? I know Spencer's going to win that division. He's going to host a playoff game in the first round. Um, You're probably going to get – you know, you're probably going to get a team like, I don't know, BM's Lions or um, who else? You could get Tofen's Falcons or Jim's Cardinals in the first round. Do I think you're going to beat them? Yes. And then you go on to the second round and who knows, right? So, and you, I think you got a lot better last year too, Spencer. So with your NFC Championship appearance in the second to last season. So, um at this point, at the sixth and seventh pick, getting two division winners, um, I'm pretty happy about those. Hmm. All right, Warren, I'm gonna let you go, and then I'll I'll finish up. So, um, <coughs> I know we're with Aston and the Colts. They're pretty ready made outside of QB. But we also saw what Aston did at QB with Kellen Mond last year. Absurd. And uh, between him and what Biggs did with Davis Mills, both just completely absurd. Um. So you have, I, I, you have to trust that he's going to know what he's going to do and what what he wants to do at QB out the gate, and. I don't think it's going to be Matt Ryan. I can't picture who it's going to be, but I, it's probably not going to be Matt Ryan. It's probably going to be somebody we don't expect. Tyree Jackson. Tyree, it might be Tyree Jackson. And it, he's probably going to come out the gate and win 12 games and be towards the top of that top of that division. Um, the, the, the user here is going to outweigh the who's going to play quarterback. Um, he's got gonna gonna have the best running back in the game, in my opinion, Jonathan Taylor. Um, he'll have receivers, DeForest Buckner up front on defense, Leonard as a linebacker. I want to say they have the D backs too. Uh, yeah, they got they have uh, Stephon Gilmore now, and they have yeah, they picked up Stephon Gilmore, a, a shutdown corner. He's going to have the early success and he's going to figure out the QB and he's going to be towards the top of that division and he'll be right in the mix in the, in that division round in that maybe even the conference championship first year. Um, moving on to Spence. Um, same thing. He's going to be towards the top of his division, at least early on. It'll be between him and BM uh, for sure. Um, 
he'll have to figure out QB. I'm sure he's going to want to rock with Kirk Cousins for at least a little while. But uh, you like that? <laughs> I actually don't like that, Adele. Uh, but again, weapons all over the place. Defense is 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 in line. Um, he, he'll be indoors. He won't have to deal with any weather up there in in Minnesota. Um, but I think it's it, it'll be him and BM fighting it out for the North. <sighs> And this is, I mean, between those two, it's probably going to be a two or three seed, if not one. Um, <laughs> early on, I, I think it'll be a big, it'll be a big cycle for Spence, and we'll talk about BM a little later. Spence, are you okay with the slab fest you're getting right now? <laughs> Dude, I can tell you that this is from two years ago to now is so vastly different. And the takes that I get, but I'm good. I'm great. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> oh, the slander that used to go on. Um, which your was, brother gets that. Oh yeah, it's but it was it was absolutely justified, and it still is. Um, but let's talk about Ashton a little bit. I'm not going to spend much time because there's no reason to. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor's best running back, and you know, in, in, in the AFC, in my opinion, like he's really, really good. He's young. He's going to be a 99 overall um, in the very, very near future. Great offensive line. Aston's been in the Super Bowl a billion times. It's so easy. Like, he's going to go and get some stupid idiot like Tyree Jackson. It's stupid because he's <laughs> like, it's a 55 overall and he's going to win the Super Bowl with him. Like, it just <laughs> doesn't make sense. To fuck with us at this point, like, to yeah. prove a point. Yeah, like Kellen Mond was just like a, a superstar the entire cycle. I'll send him, to, you know, Kellen Mond for a first round pick, and we'll just call it a day. But that's the crazy thing that he could just make it work, and he's been here, and he will continue to do that. Enough about that. The Vikings are a fun roster, and I'm not going to sit here and, and play the the fake humility thing because there's no reason to. They're fun. I'm probably going to lose games I shouldn't. I'm going to win games I shouldn't. And I'm probably going to win more than I than I lose this this first season. So hopefully that is how it goes. Uh, I would not rank myself that high, but you know you don't know how the cards are going to fall. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be fun. You're going to be able to score points. I know that you have a, probably the, the top three running back in the NFC, and Justin Jefferson is going to be a 99 before the cycle's over. It's going to be awesome. I'm very excited. Um, moving on to pick eight. Main event selected probably the best pick of the draft. He selected the Miami Dolphins, my team. (coughs) Terrible person. I just, just a terrible person. Gotta hurt to pick your division mate. (laughs) Um, you don't, you don't understand how much it hurt. Uh, but it's hard, it's hard to overlook what you did last cycle and. I mean, if you have Lamar, you're going to win some games. That's that's first and foremost. But the building and whatnot you did and the throw up. poaching of players, even from yours truly, who's speaking at this moment, um, just added to your to the fire and and you went on a a a bit of a run <sighs> there's so much speed on this dolphins team um 
with Tyreek and with Waddle and with uh, Mostert in the backfield. I'm a big, I'm a big Gasicki fan. He's a really good tight end. And I learned this last year from uh, one of the commissioner discretions podcast before I started to turn around that this is a tight end league and you yep. need to get a tight end uh, to really start making your click, your offense to click. And once I found the tight end, the off my offense started to click. Um, defense. There's players there. Um, I just, I don't know. It, it just, yeah. the pain that I had to feel making this selection here. One, because it made too much sense, but two, because I'm going to have to look at this for the next six to seven seasons, twice a year. And if I, if I even sniff the playoffs, it'll probably be three times in a certain year. Um, not, not looking forward to it at all. Hmm. Spence, please just, just put me out of my misery. Warren, why would I do that? I, <laughs> why would I want to put you out of your misery? <laughs> but honestly, man, like we know speed kills. Like that, it's, it's a phrase that's been thrown around in our league for a long time, even back when, you know, uh, Black Magic used to burn us up and down the field with his 99-speed receivers, right? Uh, but, like, here's the thing. Adele just went back-to-back. Back. He's, You know, is that fire still there? It's hard to know because it's been months, right? But he's got a really good team out of, out of the box. Like, there are some holes that are going to need to be patched up as the cycle goes along. And Tua sucks. But, <laughs> like, you know. Hey, I, I'm an Alabama homer myself, and I am a two apologist, but I will tell you that if this is a Teddy Bridgewater clone, I'm not loving it. <laughs> you man. know, you already know who's starting week one. Oh, yeah. You just um, said the man's name. Yes, I did. And uh, that also hurts to know that you're benching my my quarterback, who I love very dearly. But uh, two can throw drags, and if you want to run drags with the 99-speed guys like Jalen Waddle or Tyree Kill, you're probably going to find some success. And Adele, you're probably going to use your stick skills to get in some open field and score more points. So I love this pick. I would have had it higher. I, I would have picked the Dolphins before the Colts, at least for season one. Uh, so I, I love the pick. I think it's really good. Won't talk about my team much. Only thing is I was very excited to get them for the receivers I'm sure. and the picks. They have um, two ones and two threes in the first draft. So that might be the time to look at the quarterback. Um, wow. Let's go to the next team. Um, so this now we're going back to um, – Spencer with back-to-back picks. We're staying in the AFC East with the ninth pick in the draft. Spencer takes Warren and the Bills. And then we're staying in the AFC, but now we're going south to Jake and the Jaguars. Spencer, let's hear your takes on why you picked these guys. So these two are, are interesting, right? Because like you said earlier, we're getting more into like the, the tougher-to-make picks and 
we've already got our division winners kind of already picked out, and I've got mine being the Dolphins. But I love this Bills roster because Josh Allen is so good. He can move. He can, he's got incredible throw power. He can get it down the field to a guy like Stephon Diggs. Like I love this roster and. If we see what the Warren that we saw at the end of this last cycle, then who's to say that he can't win nine games, ten games, or, or plus and get into the wild card and then win some games, right? I think it's really interesting. And we're going to have a really interesting time watching the AFC kind of pan out and kill each other off. Uh, but the defense is good too. Uh, Warren's a good user. He's coming along really, really well. And I think it's going to be fun to see how that goes. And as far as the Jaguars pick – I am simply doing that because Jake had a really good cycle. He had the probably one of the best quarterback cycles we have ever seen in red zone, and I love that he has Trevor Lawrence. Like There aren't a ton of weapons, but he also, I think, did the best job developing his roster outside of the entire league. So quarterback, he's got it figured out already. He's a really good GM. It's going to take some time, but maybe he gets lucky, somehow finds his way into the playoffs and wins some games with Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Jaguars. Adele. Yeah, so it's, a, it's interesting. I like um, I like both the picks a lot, and it's just that's why I like these drafts like this because Warren's going in the top ten. I love it, um, and I totally agree with it. Um, the Bills team is great. They added Von Miller in the offseason. They already had Diggs. Gabriel Davis is going to be better at wide receiver. Um, good group of running backs. Dalvin Cook's brothers there. And then you got a good young tight end at Dawson Knox. And the defense was already good. And like I said, they added Von Miller. Um, there are no guarantees that everyone likes to say, oh, well, you're going to run away with the division every year at the Dolphins. I don't agree that that's a guarantee in any stretch. Um, Warren was easily becoming one of the most improved users by the end of the cycle once he started to figure it out. And I do think that that will carry into this year, um, especially with his upper echelon GM work. Um, I, I like it a lot. I think he's definitely a wild card team at minimum. Um, going to Jake, I think he's going to have a harder time this year having the success he did last year. The NFC East was a joke for the majority of last cycle. Um, mm-hmm dealing with Monty and Toph, who's awful, and um, who am I forgetting? Who, am I, who else am I forgetting in that division? Patton. Oh, Patton. He was a disaster, too. Um, now you get to deal with Aston two times a year. And coming, I've been in a division with him before. It's very similar to being in a division with Moji, where you always have to be at the top of your game on and off the field. Aston's always making moves to make his team better, and he's really, really, really good on the sticks. So Jake's going to have a way uh, different challenge this year. Um, will he be a playoff team every year in the AFC? Uh, more than likely, yes. Um, he's got the great quarterback. Um, the Jaguars spent money in interesting ways this offseason. I don't know if I love Christian Kirk making what he's making, but mm-hmm. um, there's talent there for sure. Um, I definitely agree with him going this high. Uh, he will be a playoff team probably the first year. Um, what do you got, Warren, on these two picks? Um, so I'll start with Jake. Um, Jake got the uh, the elusive monk or not the elusive monkey, the massive 500-pound gorilla off his back by winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, the stuff that he did with 
Baker Mayfield and Terry McLaurin was you, you just one no I don't think anybody foresaw what he was going to do with Baker and Terry once he he you couldn't let him get behind guys and he just did that um yeah, he played a good defense uh I think it's going to be a harder build for him. And I don't know if I would have, I think the roster's going to hold Jake back a little bit. Um, at least early on. And the first season, could he make the playoff? Sure. I don't know if he's going to have enough with Trevor Lawrence to get to the Super Bowl, but we'll see, you know, stranger things have happened. Um, as far as the Bills and myself, out of my role, I had to get a quarterback. And I wasn't going to go back to New Orleans. I wanted to get out of the NFC South with the Falcons. And then I had the Giants, which was completely off limits, <laughs> and the Patriots. Um, So I went with the best quarterback. And... I think this sets me up early. We'll have to see what I do going forward. Um, but if like you like you guys mentioned, if I'm able to to put together wins like how I was able to do it towards the end of the cycle, um and don't get in my own way, uh I think I could make some noise. Um but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um Let's- Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, moving to pick 11 here. So now we're back to Maine. And he took the first of the Fox brothers, Rondell Fox, and the Cincinnati Bengals. So we got the Bengals going at 11. Our Fox coming off a good cycle in Buffalo. Um, what's the thought process there, Warren? Um, so I, I was definitely debating between both of the Foxes here at 11 and I felt that our Fox had a much better cycle last year in Buffalo than K Fox did in for the chargers. Um, these bangles are going to be much different than the bangles emoji started with. This is going to be a different Joe Burrow, Jamar chase, Joe Mixon, um, I think he's going to be pretty set up out the gate. Uh, he's going to have to battle with his brother in the AFC North and also King John. Um, I, Pat, I, Pat's going to struggle out the gate. There's no quarterback in, in Pittsburgh. They might have everything else in place. No quarterback is going to help Pat, uh, this first season. So he'll have to figure it out. Um, but I like I like what he was able to do last cycle with Buffalo. I think it'll translate well with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, I think he's he's going to be an early favorite for sure. Uh, Spence, what do you got for here for for the R Fox? So I'm going to precursor all of this by saying. And my wife calls this team the Burrows because she loves Joe Burrow. She thinks he is incredible uh, and he's incredibly he's handsome. Cute too. 
Yep. Yes, incredibly it. handsome. And he is the beautiful version of the Home Alone kid. And I quote. So <laughs> all of that Macaulay to say. Culkin? Yeah, yeah, that's the, the vibe that I get from him. Um, but he's far more handsome, right? And he doesn't do drugs. <clears throat> so all of that to say this. The Burroughs are going to, uh, they're, they're going to be loved on by EA, right? EA is going to give them really good ratings. Uh, I haven't looked at their ratings yet, so and they're already out. But I know Joe Burrow has probably gotten some love from them. And they've got Joe Mixon. They've got Jamar Chase. They have all these really good pieces in place. And our Fox had a really good I – w- I wouldn't say it's like the, the best he could have done, but like he had a really good cycle in Buffalo. He was a per, like a perennial, like fringe into playoff team. And did he have success in the playoffs? No, but he always got there uh, – Pretty pretty easily. So I'd like to see that continue. He's got to play his brother twice a year. They know each other very well, obviously, uh, how they play because they live in the same house. But I think that of the two brothers, I think you made the right decision here, Warren, that our Fox is going to have a better shot season one at a Super Bowl. Adele? I agree 100%. I think if you're going to take a Fox, I would trust our Fox more than K-Fox, even though K-Fox has Lamar. Um going to be very interesting how that division uh, pans out and I'll talk about it more when we let's go to my pick so I can talk about the division more um, so I have back to back I went with King John and the Browns at 12 and then Tico and the Cowboys at 13 will stay in the AFC <laughs> god there's a fall off isn't there um, and we we're talking about guys being going to win the goddamn Super Bowl um, so let's stick in the AFC North Number one, this division is going to be a fucking travesty. When you look at the <laughs> at the users who are in this division, if I had pulled the Steelers and saw that it was this group of guys, I I might have pulled my favor and said I get a reroll because of my years of service to this league. <laughs> um, and oh, don't get me wrong, like I think King John and the Fox Brothers are good dudes just on the sticks dealing with those guys for eight, nine years. I can't do it. It's too much. And then now you throw Pat in the mix. And I mean, this is a disaster waiting to happen. The Browns are the best team in that division. And I, I don't, I know that the Ravens are very highly rated on Madden. I just think the Browns are better. Um, I think they have better players at more important positions. Um, I, the, the Ravens don't have any receivers. And I know the Browns just got rid of Landry and Beckham, but they trade for Cooper. Um, the Watson situation is going to figure itself out and he's going to have Watson for the whole cycle. Um, probably the best one, two punch at running back in Chubb and hunt. And then the defense is really, really good. I mean, you got miles Garrett, you've got Denzel Ward. Um, I just, I just think they're better, especially when you trade out Mayfield for Watson. And then you move on to my next pick. Um, speaking of the fucking disasters, look at this NFC East. I mean, you're going to be – because we're like I said, at this point in the draft, you're looking for guys who are going to win their division. And Tico has the best team in his division, the Cowboys. And the competition he's facing is Glenn, White Greg, and Longville. Horrible. I just think he's the best user, and he was terrible last cycle. And I'm picking him to win his division the first year <laughs> and be the 13th most likely guy to win a Super Bowl. What is going on? But it's, I just, 
I, I can't see anyone else in that division winning the division. I just can't. I can't bring myself to see Longo winning 10 games after being in a division with him all last year. Um, do I think he's going to win the Super Bowl? No, but I, I'm just going off of my um, idea that you, you get the most division winners you can and you, you hope one of them goes all the way. And I think Tico's going to be a division winner with a home playoff game. Um, Warren, what do you think of these? Um, so yeah, K, K, uh, King John and the Browns. Um, I, I, I do agree. They might be the most complete team in that whole division. And it's, I mean, it's razor thin between, I think, Baltimore and Cincy. Um, but Cleveland, especially with Watson, his stuff getting situated. <sighs> And we saw what King John can do last year with a really good quarterback in Pat Mahomes. Um, I think he's going to be probably the early one of the early favorites. It, it, three of I think three of those teams. I, I think three of those teams can make the playoffs in that first year. Um, I don't disagree. It's hmm. two minimum. Two minimum for sure. Uh, th- three might squeak in. Um, so yeah, put put the foxes and King John in any order uh, this first year. I think they they all have a good shot in getting in the playoffs. Um, as far as Tico, <laughs> it's like the what's the saying? We are and, down bad. And, and forgive and forgive me for you know being insensitive, but like the tallest midget. <laughs> you know, it's like everybody in and I like I like Glenn. I like Longville. I'm Tico. I, I like Tico. He can be moody at times, and I, I think he would be he would admit this too. Um but I don't know no issues with him. White Greg can kick rocks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just completely kick rocks. Uh, but he's wow. he's got he's got the best team in that division off the rip. Um, somebody's got to win ten games in that division. Somebody. Somebody has to win 10 games in that division. 10 games, nine games might win that division. Give me Glenn. Give me Glenn. I, I, we'll, we'll get more into the NFC East later. Just, but it's a travesty. And I really do think three of those guys could win the division. Um, I just, sometimes you just got to go with roster strength, right? And I think the Cowboys are clearly the best of those four. And, um, and definitely and, quarterback. And and this is speaking completely first season out the box. Um I th- I like to think Glenn as a builder can can figure stuff out down the line. Uh and I know Tico can build. He he got some players out the draft last year. Yeah. Um, even though he wasn't able to, to translate that all to wins on the field. Um, 
I just, I don't know. This this first year is going to have to be, he's going to have to figure it out and, and get as far as he can that first year before Glenn or maybe White Greg figures it out in, in East Rutherford. I doubt it because he's no. He's got a lot of stuff to dig up there. He fucking stinks too. <laughs> get all back to Blue Adele. <laughs> Calm down. Um, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> to pick 14. Um, Warren selected the third AFC North team to go in the top 15. Uh, pick 14 here. Uh, K Fox and the Ravens. So now you got both the Fox brothers in your last two picks here. I know you kind of talked about it already. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, it's, um, it's, they're going to, they're going to be in the mix for that division. It, it's going to be a three team race, at least early on. Um, You can't discount Lamar. I know they don't have receivers, but they do have a really good tight end to Darren Waller. No, I'm sorry, not Darren Waller. Um, Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. Um, be sick of that Darren Waller, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and trade and, for him. And geez, uh, the defense, it may not be the Ravens defense of old, but I'm sure that there are some players and he's going to have it cooking early. Um, at least it, it, it's going to be a dogfight in that division. So those, I think those three teams are going to, are going to really show and prove early. Uh, and then we'll just be, who's going to be the better builder. My thing about this team is it's it's kind of similar to the 49ers in that I think they have a really good player at most position groups, except on this team, the wide receiver position. Um, they need to fix that. Uh, they just traded Brown away for a first-round pick. Their top receivers were Rashad Bateman, former Minnesota Golden Gopher. I love Rashad Bateman, but he's he is not a number one in the NFL. Um but they've got Andrews, they've got Lamar, they've got a really good offensive line. Um, Calais Campbell at DN, Michael Pierce at defensive tackle, uh, Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters at corner, uh, Patrick Queen. They have really good players. Um, my advice to K Fox hit practice mode with Lamar and figure out how to play with them and do not fucking listen to a word that anybody says that is not a commissioner. Who cares? If you, as long as you play within the rules, you have to use his skill set. Um, if you, if you fall victim to peer pressure and decide to make him do a pocket pass or you're wasting him, you might as well trade him. Um, use him, man. It's fun. It's once you figure out how to use his legs and throw on the run, he is unstoppable. That's all I got for you. No, I definitely want to focus on that. Cause, uh, the moment that, cause I tried to be to Sim with Kyler and that hurt me in a lot of ways. Cause I didn't use his legs as often as I should have. And then the year that I did, I made a deep playoff playoff run because I used him to the full extent that he was able. Uh, so definitely good advice there. I like this team. I think we got the order right for the AFC North. I really like how, uh, yes that we've got. And I think Longville and R Fox are interchangeable, but I think you're right, Adele. That uh, Longville and R Fox is that? Did I say that right? No, not Longville. Sorry, Longville is the Browns' last cycle. Uh, King, King John. Go. Uh, King John and R Fox, I think those two are interchangeable to some extent. I think King John is better on the sticks and he has a better team. Uh, but K Fox being the third, um, but that not to say that he's not going to have a good season because I think he will. Uh, so definitely agree with everything that y'all said there. 
Spencer's got back-to-back picks here at 15 and 16. We're officially reaching the halfway point. Um, Spencer at 15 took JP and the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at the pick. I'm sorry. It's just, it's insane. And at pick 16, he picked Adam in the Jets. Um, Spencer, you got to take me through these picks. Okay, so I was kind of grasping at straws here, right? Uh, but we've seen JP have success in Tennessee before. 5-0? and all. Yeah, acknowledge him. And <laughs> – and you know how that went. Um, but I truly believe is if we don't restart the game, that JP is going to be fine. All right. If he he will continue from 5-0 and to 6-0 and and however, you know, whatever. But he's playing a really tough division, and that sucks. But he knows his roster in and out. He doesn't make <clears> trades, and I think that hurts him a lot. And he's fully aware of that, but – that's just kind of the way he rolls. He's a good user on the sticks. If he gets out of his head, he's going to be fine. He's the Titans. He, he does well with this team. I, for when I first joined the league, he was like in the in the playoffs, like if I remember correctly, with the Titans. Yeah. So count me in on that. Uh, he's got Derrick Henry. You know, this roster's aging. He'll be fine. He'll draft well, all that stuff. Um, and the Jets, man, this pick, looking back at it, you know, it's tough. But we also saw Adam with the Falcons, who were in pretty bad shape when he took them. I think that was kind of when Ian Johns was on his way out. Yeah, he, he takes that roster in a really tough division, and he goes and wins like eight or nine games in the first he's two good, seasons. He's, he, good. he's good. Now, is he? You know, like at first we had to work through some gameplay issues. Like I had to talk to him, be like, "Hey, like, chill with this kind of stuff, like the the, the money plays or whatever." But he's got it, and he figured it out. And Adam can win some games, so. Give me Zach Wilson. He's got that dog in him. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to be fine. I think I think Adam's going to be fine. What do you got, Warren? <laughs> um. Okay. So JP and the Titans. Uh, Titans are his team, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Diehard so, man. So home. So hometown team here. Um. Again. He's just it's my my thing when I picked when we were picking for this draft is who do you have at QB? Um, he's got to decide if he's going to rock with Willis or if he's going to let him simmer for a year. If it was me, I would probably suck it up and and just go with Willis and get rid of Tannehill. And that's Tannehill. obvious. That's sure, an obvious choice. I, I think, would, that's, I I think that's what he has to be. Um, even if he's he's uh, out the box, he's going to be sub-70. He's too – his raw skills are too talented not to have him on the field, and you just got you just got to figure it out. Um, you got Derrick Henry, so you can rely on him. Um, I do like their defense. And, uh, and and I played JP um, a few times last year, and he's, he's really good on the sticks. He's another tough matchup every single week. Um, if he can start out hot like he did last year before the restart, I mean, he might be able to go through uh, the battle Aston again. Um, but he's going to be towards the top of this division um but these this division has some 
is loaded from top to bottom with users uh, on top of just being in the AFC in general. Acknowledge him, Warm. I, I, I have no, no problem acknowledging him. No problem acknowledging him. Um, As far as Adam and the Jets go, the Jets were, when I played with them in the beta, were a surprisingly really good team, even with Zach. And that was before Zach was was hooking up with his mom's best friend. Um, He's going to get a huge ratings boost. Huge ratings boost. Got that clutch rating now. <laughs> yep. Um, they drafted well. the The people that they the, the the draft the people that they drafted this year are tremendous. Sauce Gardner, insane. Um, that res, uh, the receiver Garrett uh, from Ohio State. Um. Oh no, they name. didn't get Garrett. They got Jamison. No, Williams went to the Lions. Yeah, went to the Lions. Yep. Ninety-eight speed. Yeah, so they got a receiver, I thought, too. No, it was a pass rusher. No, it was a pass rusher. And it was a pass rusher. Sorry. Um, but no, I like they got, they-, a re- they got a receiver for sure. They did. I know they they took um uh Garrett Wilson. Oh, stud. Oh, yeah. they did take Garrett. Okay, so Garrett Still Wilson. Buckeye, yeah. Um they just they're they're getting pieces. They're continuing to get pieces. They actually just signed uh in, in real life they signed Quan Alexander as a linebacker who played well when Sal was in the, with the 49ers. Um Moji in chat on Sundays to watch NFL is going to be just phenomenal. F- phenomenal. You're not <laughs> you're not gonna shut him up at all. It's it's must see. And my favorite thing will be he'll turn on all these guys when they start like one and three. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> it's so it's good. Because it's same old Jets, right? And I, I want them to be good because I love Moj and the NFL is actually better when his team is in it. Any sport's good when his team's in it. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe in them. I just don't. I don't know why. I just... For Adam – and then we, we saw what he was able to do with Atlanta and I faced him twice a year and he was a tough matchup once he started cooking and he had all these little tiny scat uh, scooting receivers and he had his tight end in place. Um, a full cycle of Adam. Maybe the first year doesn't do it. I like the roster for him to be, you know, he, he, I like the roster where it's at for him to be in the mix. Um, but I think his move up, if we do, when we do the draft for the next season and the season after that, I think yeah. he's going to start creeping up towards the top 15, um, maybe even top 10, depending on how he builds. I agree with that. I think now is too early for him. I would even consider Theo higher just because of the roster now, just in terms of division, not in the draft, like mm-hmm. not in the odds to win the Super Bowl. Um, but I'll just do my quick thing on the Titans. I actually don't hate the pick because JP is notoriously pretty good early in the cycle because he puts so much time in in the beta and so much time in in the EA play. He knows the game really well early yeah. on, and that's to his benefit. And I agree with you. I think he'd be foolish to not start Wills or uh, Willis. Sorry. Um, he was talking about benching him for a year. Like why? There's no benefit in Madden to doing that. Unless um, he came out the box 
and was low 60s, okay, maybe you want to let him cook and get to like a 65. But if he's coming out six closer to 69 with that speed and arm, like just you figure it out and you're gonna yeah. you're gonna play 17 games. You're gonna get. You're gonna put up some yardage. You're gonna hit some scenario goals or whatever, and you'll get them two or three points by the end of the year, and then you won't even have to think about it. Right. Yeah. And I think I just think you want him in there for the the fact that he might get a dev. Right. Like that's you're just crossing your fingers. It's gonna happen. Um, so I actually don't hate that pick at all. Um, for the Jets one. Um, I like to do this thing where it's like, I, I said this in party chats before. I think it's funny sometimes to think about like if the red zone was actually the NFL and like these, these fan bases and these front offices are sitting around looking at the new coaches they hired. Can you imagine Jets fans from last cycle coming into this cycle? Like, Oh my God, we'll take anyone. Just please, for the love of God, don't make us have another year of <laughs> coaching our team. We'll take anyone. And then the fact that they get Adam, right? Like, I actually really like the fit. I agree. Um, I do not like it now, but I, I think he's going to be sneaky in uh, two to three years once he starts developing some of these young guys. Um, let's go to the next pick here. Um, Warren, I love this pick. This guy, he, he should not have gone at 17. Um, I know we kind of alluded to talking about him earlier. BM and the Lions. So another team that I absolutely loved in the beta was the Lions. They, that was also a team that I loved last year. And that's just off of them having the cap space and draft capital going into 22. Going into 23, same move. They're still going to have picks and stuff. They're still going to have cap space to spend. You have to figure out QB, but golf is okay for a season. But there's just so much good about this roster between Aiden Hutchinson, the rookie, and you know he's going to be, he's going to have some kind of a dev. Um, they He'll got superstar at minimum. At minimum, minimum, he's going to be by two thirds of the season. He'll be unlocked and have his abilities, and he's going to start wrecking havoc. Um, I like Swift as a running back. Uh, Hawkinson's a tight end. Remember, tight end league. Uh, BM just as a user in general. I think he's gonna be fine in that in that division. He's gonna have to battle with uh with Spence, especially year one. But I I think this will be I don't think he'll have to break out the revenge tour like he had to try and do out in, in Las Vegas last year. I think he's just going to be there and he'll be battling with Spence for the division and he'll be in the mix. Come playoff time, division round, conference championship, this will probably be one of the years where BM gets uh, closer to the title than he did last year. I absolutely love the 
the team and the fit for BM. Uh, I think this is probably the best fit. Uh, one of the, one of the best fits uh, out of that team draft. Spence, what do you got as your your division mate? Man, tell you what, uh, White Magic is pretty good at Madden, and he has been good at Madden for years now. And this is a scary team; they are very good. And for my secondary, which is not very good, except for the two guys they drafted, who are pretty solid. Um, and, and Adele, you know more about that than I do. Like, how are they going to keep up with Jamison Williams? You know, Monterey St. Brown is probably going to be pretty good. Um, TJ Hawkinson is really, really good. This is a pretty solid roster, and they're continuing to build, and they have all this draft capital and all this cap space. I am – I know it's going to be a rough go. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully aware that after – probably after year one, like, BM's probably going to be splitting every season with me, if not trying to sweep me every year. Um because he's just good and he, he knows how to study film well. And once he gets a playbook and he knows how that playbook works, he's going to take advantage of it. So I love his pick. I think he should have went sooner. Uh, I didn't want to pick him <laughs> earlier because he's my division mate, but he absolutely deserves to go higher than 17. Uh, no revenge tour. Please, God, no. Please, God, no. <laughs> he should have gone in front of Adam. And I would say – he probably should have gone in front of Tico, but I just took a division winner instead of him. I just don't think he's going to win the division the first year. Um, I'll keep my breakdown in the Lions quick. Um, one of my favorite things, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, he's a NFL network guy. He's a scout. I'm sure you guys have heard of him before. One of my favorite things that he talks about is that it's really hard to lose games in the NFL if you have a good O-line and a good D-line. And the Lions have both of those things. A very good offensive line and they're young, and they're all locked up to long-term deals, It's you, you're just going to find your way into games when you have the trenches figured out, and the lines, for the most part, are pretty close to A-plus on both sides. So he's got some really good pieces already. Um, so now we'll go to me back-to-back. Back. Um, we're going to get to this point in the draft. It's at pick 23, where there is a fall-off that, is absolutely into throwing darts at a dartboard territory. We're, we're still in this where you could talk yourself. I, I would, if you guys agree with me, I think up to pick 22, you could talk yourself into these guys actually pulling it off. Oh, After so. 22, it's like, there's no way. Um, 18 might be my favorite pick that I made. Other Trent and the Saints. And then pick 19, I got Jim and the Cardinals. The Saints are still really good. Um, I am pro Jameis. I think that he was actually sitting on his career year last year before he got hurt. Um, I finally remember him throwing like five touchdowns and like one incomplete pass against the Packers in week one last year. That was awesome. Um, by the way, they're super good, man. The Camara suspension isn't going to affect him. The real life Camara suspension. Um, Michael Thomas is healthy. Um, the Saints have drafted pretty well the last three years. The The issue with these guys is the cap, and it's always the cap, right? Um, but in Madden, um, you can play around with it a little more. I know that they have some new cap rules coming in, but um, in Madden, you can figure it out for the most part if you're not a moron. 
Um, they brought in Tyron Matthew. Um, they've got Davenport. They've got Cameron Jordan, Demario Davis. The old line's still pretty good. I just like this team. And from what I saw of other Trent last year, he's definitely in that Adam range of like, oh, wow, you're actually pretty good. Like you're good enough on the, on the sticks to win probably six games in our league. And I could see him winning up to nine his first year with this team. Um, to Jim, uh, we know who Jim is. It's always going to be offensively issued with him. I don't need to repeat the talking points I've said about Jim for the last five years for the hundredth time. Um, offensively, he struggles. Defensively, he's one of the best in the league. And on this defense, he's got Isaiah Simmons, right? So he's going to be able to play. He's going to have fun with that defense, right? And as he continues to build it up, he's got to replace Chandler Jones, uh, get more of a pass rush going there. He's still got JJ Watt, obviously. Um, but once he gets the, it figured out on offense with Kyler Murray, if he can, he's got a chance, right? In the NFC West with Andy's your biggest threat, it's really anyone's ball game there if you can figure it out. And I'm rooting for him. I would love for Jim to go on a run and make an NFC championship game. Um, but it's just when you've seen it enough times, right? It's hard to think, wow, well, now it's finally going to change. Um, but to get these guys at this point in the draft, I'm pretty happy about it. What do you got, Warren? Uh, saw a lot of other Trent last year after Rock departed. Um, he was another tough one to uh, to deal with on the sticks. Um, I also had a fun time building these Saints. I think my first year with the Saints where I was – you know, we talked about the cap trouble and that I had to make decisions with a bunch of people. Those decisions, the two, it was Teron Armstead and Marcus Williams. I had to make decisions about, I ended up trading Marcus Williams, didn't resign Teron Armstead and spent the whole cycle trying to replace him. And those guys um, are both gone now. Yes. Those guys are both gone now. So those decisions are, those are decisions that other Trent's not going to have to make. They brought in people that I wasn't able to bring in uh, the second season with Tyron Matthew, Jarvis Landry. I like Jameis. I'm always going to be a Jameis fan. I do see him being able to make some noise in this division. Um, Kelly's going to be a handful. Terry's going to be a handful. Um but I I don't see them as a as a bottom dweller. I see them making oh. some noise, and he's gonna win. I could see him winning nine ten games and 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 flirt with the playoffs. He's in a much better spot uh, than I was coming into that first season. Um, second pick was Jim. <sighs> Jim's like you said, one of the best defensive builders in the in the entire red zone. Um, this offense, I think starting place than the Jags were, but, and I know you just dealt with this Spence figuring out Kyler, figuring out that air raid playbook, I think is going to be huge. I know Jim is probably going to want to hand the ball off 
run the ball 30 times, throw the ball maybe 20. That's not going to work in that playbook. No, it will not. He's going to have to figure out how to maneuver with Kyler, run that air raid, get the ball out of his hands, get it, the ball into the hands of the weapons, even if there's drags and slants and all that stuff. And if he can figure that out, the quicker he can figure that out, the quicker he's going to to make some noise. The defense is going to be there, but playing with Kyler, figuring out that playbook is is what he's going to have to, to figure out first. The rest of the stuff will fall into place. So I won't spend long um, just for the sake of time, but I believe what, what was our first pick? Remember Jim Other Trent. In the Other Trent. Other Trent. I'm a Saints homer. They have a good roster, uh, but he is definitely the third uh, most likely to win this division at this very time. But I think he's going to win some games that will probably shock the league because Trent spends a lot of time in free practice, and he wants to win. Damn. He love he loves the red zone, like good. He, he enjoys it, and he's invested, and he wants to be he wants to be good. So. I think he'll make the he'll make the time prior to us getting started, and he's going to win some games that you probably won't expect seeing out of him. Moving on to Jim, uh, it's the same same story with Jim, right? Uh, we obviously I don't need to rehash it, kind of like what Adele said. This is a really talented roster, and this is probably a, one of the better quarterbacks that Jim has had in a long time. <coughs> so, I think that uh, Jim will. Make some noise in a in a division that is uh, probably going to be won by Andrew. He'll probably win seven to eight games, um, depending on how quick he picks things up. Because that playbook is not easy. It's a good playbook, but it takes time, and it takes time to figure out how to work with a mobile quarterback. Because Trevor Lawrence is good, but Kyler Murray is is different. Um, so just be on the lookout for Jim because I think uh, he might be a dark horse to maybe steal this division at some point. I don't know. I think in all of Madden, this is the one playbook where you have to fully commit to it. You can't halfway go into this playbook. Like all the other playbooks, I think you can, some people can turn a playbook into a passing uh, offense. Some people could turn it into a running offense. This one, you have to fully commit to this style. I agree with that. 100%. Um, that and the Ravens, yeah. I think. Ravens, too. Ravens, too. Um, but you have to either fully commit to it or figure it out the first season, fire defense, your offensive coordinator, and get one that you want. Yeah, I bit the bullet, just rolled with it, even though I didn't find immediate success. I knew eventually it would come, and then it did. So, uh, yeah, the Cardinals are fun, man. They're a good team. Um, let's move to pick 20, and this rounds out the NFC South, which is actually a really good division. Um, Maine took – Toffin and the Falcons and we've kind of already hyped them up throughout this podcast but uh, Warren give us your thoughts on that pick my main question with Toffin is not on the field I saw what he can do on the field um, but he was handed the keys to a pretty good roster in Houston that Biggs left and I'm sure that was still adjusting to next gen Madden, our rule set, whatever the case, and didn't put together too many wins on the field. Um, 
So a full cycle here in Atlanta. Kyle Pitts was the bane of my existence last year. He's just uncoverable. Um, And we'll see what he does at quarterback as well. Um, But he's... he's got to show that he can build. I don't know. I mean, he was only in for one, one season. So we really didn't get a chance to see what his, his building was like. Um, And he's in a division with, I'd say three, three pretty good builders. And Terry, Terry's going to spend some money, but three pretty good builders. We'll see what he does in Atlanta. Um, going forward but uh it's not going to be easy this first season for sure uh i don't i don't love and i think you're you make a really good point there warren the fact that he did inherit a really good roster and and he didn't do much with it we obviously just showing the league like there's always a learning curve when you join the league you're probably gonna get smashed for the first couple of seasons and he's getting the game the same time we are so i don't know if there's going to be much of a difference, but I'd like to think that with the roster that is his and he has no excuse, that Toffin will do better. I would like for him to do better, uh, and I think that he will. So we'll see how that goes. I'm just curious. I'm I'm curious if he's going to start Desmond Ritter week one or not. I think he will. Um, there's zero point to putting Mariota on the field. Agreed. Um, and then the second thing is that he should have Calvin Ridley this year um, unless the commissioners uh, do something idiotic and enforce that gambling <laughs> suspension. I don't think they should either. Cause but, if you do that, then you should suspend Watson for the year. I'm sorry, but anywho, um, quickly about Ritter. I think he is the highest rated rookie QB. He is, which he is, is kind which of surprising. surprised me. It surprised me. Yeah, I would have thought that um, just because of the fact that Pickett was picked in the first round, I just thought he would have been the highest one. Yeah. Um, I would start him week one, and the Falcons have some pieces. Um, Their O-line's decent, and um, they actually have a decent secondary uh, in terms of their cornerbacks. Um, Deion Jones is good, too. There's stuff to like on this team. I just I do think he is clearly slotted in at the third or fourth spot in the NFC South. Um, let's go to picks 21 and 22. Like I said, these kind of round out our guys of we think, at least in my opinion, the, these kind of round out the guys you could talk yourself into. Um, Spencer took his brother, Beach, at 21 in the Broncos, and then Spencer took Blueprint in the Seahawks at 22. Um what do you got here, Spence, on these two picks? So if I could go back, I would actually flip these two. Not that it really matters that much, but I think that uh, – let's start with the Broncos. The Broncos, I love this team. Like, I love Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson is a really good quarterback. Now, is he a Hall of Famer? It's a whole other conversation for another day, right? Um, but, like, in, the, in Madden, he's really good, and he's at a point in his career where he's not falling off the cliff yet, as we've heard before. Uh, he's got weapons. He's got like Jerry Judy, who's going to be back. He's got like, Cortland Sutton. He's got a, a great backfield to work with. Uh, the defense is decent. They lost Von Miller, but um, you know I, I think that with Brandon because he built a good team in, in Detroit, right? He did. It took him a while, and you know there's this narrative surrounding him that he doesn't care enough to play. But I think that at the end of that cycle, there 
he wanted to win and he made the playoffs and he made some noise, right? Um, I, I hope that that's still there. I hope that he's still engaged enough to where he wants to win with this team. And I think that that will be there because this is a really fun roster. Um, so I'm in on, on the Broncos. And as far as the next team, <clears throat> uh, you have to remind me what the next team was. Blueprint. <laughs> Blueprint. <laughs> Sorry. It's really late at night <laughs> for those who are listening. Um, the Seahawks, man, that is his team. He was there last cycle. Uh, and I will tell you from someone who played him twice a season that uh, that he's pretty good with the Seahawks. This team kind of stinks now in comparison to what they were last year because they're trying to uh, eventually rebuild and do something different. But he was good with DK Metcalf. He's really tough to play on defense. I just want to say that. He's got a really good user. His play calling is pretty sound. Um, you know, I think he's going to do a good job in Seattle. And uh, if if we're rounding out this possible Super Bowl like winner type thing, I think it stops here at Blueprint. I think you're right on that, Adele. My so. quick hitters on these two, um, you can definitely talk yourself into the Broncos just because of their roster. Um, and let's not forget, Beach has won a Super Bowl before. Um, How could we forget? Crazy. How could we forget? <laughs> and Blueprint in Seattle, um, I feel like this has happened five times before you're right he knows the roster i just i don't know if i believe in drew lock man um, you should think but um who knows it's the nfc anything could happen in the nfc um warren what do you got on these two um I, so first is versus beach i love the broncos roster i love that they got russell wilson um I'm excited to see what he's able to do in real life. Um, but Spence mentioned it. The narrative of a focused beach is the question mark. Um, a focused beach is going to make noise. And we saw what he was able to do. I want to say this was the year, the season that, uh, that Aston had took a step back and um, didn't go MIA, but he finished like nine and eight that year. And that was the year that that beach was towards the top. Um, I, I, my only holdup is, is can we get beach for a, for a focused cycle because he can build, he's good on the sticks. He's got the pieces. Um, Tough division, but let's let's see what he does uh, going forward. Okay, for blueprint, yeah, I think he's the last one that is got a that would be able to have a decent shot, and it's very hard to look at the rest of that roster. And not look at the the huge hole that Russell Wilson left at QB. Um, but he's a good builder. They like to mention the weapons with DK Madcalf. Um, he's good user on defense with play calling, like was mentioned. Let's see what happens. And let's also have a, a blueprint that doesn't have um the tank gate. Situation. Yeah, yeah let's not, not do that again. That was um, not good. 
I, I loved it personally. It gave me two wins, but <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you, you you took what you could get, of course. He he didn't make it easy, but yeah. Um, but yeah, after after Beach and Blueprint here, which kind of feels similar in in user. After that, we start getting into 23, 24, 25. It's just kind of yeah. It's just kind of names. This is and, and some of the names that I like, like I really like some of these names, but yeah. there's just a lot of stuff that they're gonna have to overcome. Yep, it gets pretty grim. These guys are, in my opinion, absolutely no shot, even if like a hundred things went their way. Um we'll start flying through these a little more here. We're gonna start with Warren picking Robo and the Packers at 23. Um, before I let you go in. Um, so remember earlier how I said that the the fans of the Red Zone Jets were like, please, God, anyone but Robo, just give us another head coach. Can you imagine the debacle that the Packer fans went through last year with Glenn and then they agree to Robo as their head coach? We suck again. <laughs> oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Robo. I love him, man. Go ahead, Warren. I'm sorry. Uh, Robo is the the second best drafter in all of Red Zone. I say he's one. But nope. yeah, Icom is the godfather. Uh, so. People people that have been in Red Zone and I and I listen, I didn't I didn't meet Icom until this year. Great guy. Uh I saw what he did with the Giants after Monty left. He found the players he wanted to find, and and a lot of the veterans that knew Eichem beforehand pretty much told me, okay, he is the best drafter, then Robo is second. And he showed and proved in the handful of seasons that we got him uh last year. So I can't I can't I can't say that Robo was one. I can't. But if I don't think there's a worse developer than robo terrible and it's like i learned how to develop better as we went on with people mentioning it on podcasts and whatnot robo didn't didn't do the things he didn't change his ways he just stuck in the same he did the same stuff over and over again expecting a different result that's the definition of insanity like you don't draft all these people with dev, with dev traits out the box, and they're losing dev traits the following year. Like that doesn't happen. He's sitting them. So now you're going to get Aaron Rodgers out the box. You don't have a wide receiver, and I'm sure he's going to get wide receivers going forward. They're not going to. They're gonna come out the box with a with a hidden and come back out the next gate normal. It's just it's just what's gonna happen. Um, just I can't I can't overlook his his lack of building. Uh, and there's weapons all over the place on defense. You might have to find a receiver. Maybe he'll use the running back uh, Aaron Jones, who's I think he's a really good running back. Um. But a lot of stuff to overcome with Robo here, and just I took the best quarterback that was that was left on the board. To be honest with you, head and shoulders the best quarterback left. No Absolutely. Doubt. But listen, man, if the aliens got a laser pointed at Earth from space, 
and the fate of the world is is left in the hands of someone who can draft a hidden dev player, an <laughs> X Factor. Give me Robo. Absurd. Give me Robo. What an absurd situation that would be. That would be awful. And uh, he would find a way to fumble that, I think. <laughs> but honestly, man, like he's he's best drafter. But I'll save it for another podcast. You got to invite me back, Adele. But this Packers team's good. Uh, I've I've seen how I've seen several different like pieces of things on Twitter where it's like, oh, the Packers have one of the best like situations, like based on their offensive strength or defensive strength. Blah 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 blah. I've, I've seen it all, right? And I see the Vikings down at like twenty five for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, it's propaganda, I'm telling you. <laughs> they probably are Packers fans. But aside from all of that, Robo Monkey, um, or I don't think that's politically correct, but Robo Sapien, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm so tired Spence, right now. Spence is getting loopy. So Spence is great. I just got to say that. I'm really tired. Um, I hope he does well. I love Robo. He's a funny guy. But God dang, that boy was cheeks last year. So please do better. I believe in you. I'm cheering for you. Sapien. What a fucking line. Um, let's go to pick 24 and 25. I made these picks, and holy Lord, these are the guys coming into my pool, the teams that I am hoping win the Super Bowl. I selected Pat in the Steelers at 24. Please and no. Got, and then I got White Greg in the Giants at 25. Um, of the teams remaining, um, the quarterbacks left are very, very bad. Um, the best quarterbacks left on the board were Derek Carr, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones, and Matthew Stafford. So those are the best quarterbacks left. Um, I decided to go with users who have had playoff runs in the last three seasons, or the last three cycles, that actually showed some evidence that they can play the game at a high level. Pat won a Super Bowl, which once again we let that happen. Yeah, and White Greg made a couple divisional rounds when he was the Cowboys. When he's paying attention and he cares about his team, White Greg's competent. He's not terrible, but he is competent. And then Pat, it's it's kind of the same deal, right? Um, that's that's my thought for these guys. Um, do I think they're going to win a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Um, do I think White Greg is probably going to be one of the worst 10 teams all cycle? Probably. That Giants team's awful. And if he continues the momentum from last cycle, it's going to be the same old story again. So. so I heard that the Giants were looking into hiring uh, a man of Middle Eastern descent on their coaching staff. And something tells me White Greg is probably not going to make it through the cycle. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't think he was let in on that for obvious reasons. So, uh, but beside that point, uh, I, I don't like the chances that White Greg has at winning a Super Bowl. Um, like, he's White Greg. He's going to pull plugs. He's going to complain. Blah, 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 blah. Pat, however, I, I have a different take on because no one thought he was going to win a Super Bowl with the Jaguars. I certainly didn't. So, I don't think the chance is zero, but I think it's like 0.0001. So, uh, you know, Pat, you're not completely out of the hunt, but I'm not loving your, your odds, man. Um, so, for Pat, let's start with Pat. And uh, I know 
as soon as Moji hears us mention Pat's name, he's going to say Pat stinks. And I get it. I understand it. It'll happen. But what we saw Pat do with the Cowboys last year was he was running downhill with Zeke. He's now going to have Najee Harris. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about his receivers. Um, Firemuth, I think, is going to be an okay tight end. He's going to have uh, TJ Watt on defense and uh, red zone MVP Minka Fitzpatric. Incredible. So I think, don't even, don't even think get the, me fucking started on that. <laughs> <laughs> defense, I think the defense will be fine. Um, he's going to have a hump to overcome at QB because he didn't get the a good role with uh with Kenny Pickett and uh and and Mitchell Trubisky. Woof. Uh yeah, hard hard to to overcome that. But uh I think he's in a much better spot than White Greg is. The Giants literally have the absolute worst roster on on the game. Worst roster. And you would think they would have some beats like you think you'd be excited to use Saquon or you think you'd be excited to use the rookie Thibodeau. There's just there's so much to do to build this roster up that I don't know if White Greg's going to be able to. It might take him the whole cycle. I can't imagine him getting, oh, two or three impact players every single every single offseason. And out out the gate, he's gonna he's gonna be floating towards top three pick, just off of the the lack of talent. So it, yeah, it, it's gonna be a long good. road on twenty three for White Greg. Um, let's move to pick twenty six, and before we do that, we need to stop this recording and restart it because the time limit is almost up. It'll just drop us if we don't stop it now. So I'm going to hit stop quick and then restart it and then we'll finish off. Okay. And after a brief break, we're moving on to pick 26. So we're getting down there. Main event selected his buddy Longville and the Philadelphia Eagles at pick 26. Warren, make the case. I, I like the fit. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are, are going to be a running the ball team with Hertz with uh miles sanders uh they did get a receiver they did get aj brown from the titans uh i like the front on the defensive side um the defensive tackle they took is a stud yeah yeah so they have they got three guys up there they got three guys up front that are that are going to hold things down um I just like the fit with, with Longville being as downhill as he was in Cleveland with that tandem backfield. Uh, I think he's going to do the same, and, and he'll be able to do a little bit of scooting with Jalen Hurts as well. Um, But the, the division as a whole is is just a mess, so we'll, we'll see what happens. It's a crapshoot. Uh, Longville might lock himself into winning some games. Um but I don't. I think the the difference in that is running back of Miles Sanders versus Nick Chubb is is going to be a, a difference maker. True. Um, and 
He wasn't great with either quarterback, and he traded away the one quarterback that he liked. So I don't foresee Jalen Hurts staying in Philadelphia longer than one or two seasons. So that's going to eventually burn into flames. So uh, hopefully Longville surprises everyone. That would be really nice. But uh, not really big on Philly, but they have a decent roster. Yeah, decent roster. I'm happy to see Longville on a team that's not named the Cleveland Browns. Agreed. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Figure out the Jalen Hurts thing, right? Um, they have some decent weapons. I like Devontae Smith. Um, yes. In the defense, like you, you guys said, I like that defensive tackle they took, and they've got some pieces. Darius Slay, the linebackers are okay. Philly has always had a good O-line and D-line, right? So kind of like my same thing with the Lions, if you have good – ond line um you can find your way into some games he's not awful on the sticks i just think that his gm work leaves a lot to be desired and he gets himself in trouble um, i would definitely put him towards higher end of this bottom group which is why he got picked here um let's move to spencer's back-to-backs here um these were actually his last picks of the night uh pick 27 spencer selected monty and the texans and then pick 28, Spencer selected Theo and the Patriots. Um, what do you got here on these guys, Spence? These are fun picks because, like, Monty did – he did pretty well with the Giants roster last year. Uh, now the Texans are in a worse position, but they have draft capital. They have cap space. They have things that will make them better down the road, uh, which is why he's not higher on the list. But if Monty can survive one season, the red zone not breaking any rules or doing something that's weird – uh, he'll move up that number, that list. So we'll find out how that goes. Uh, the Texans suck right now, but he'll figure it out. So that's why they're there. Uh, Theo and the Patriots, I think Theo had a really good cycle last cycle. Um, yeah, he's uh, he, he led the way for uh, an MVP to be crowned that he coached because of his play calling. Um, so Theo, I hope that success continues for him. He's one of the nicest guys in red zone. We'd like to see him be successful. Are his chances of winning a Super Bowl pretty high right now? Probably not. Um, but who knows? Maybe Theo can figure something out and win some games and compete for a spot in y'all's playoffs. So that'd be really cool. Night, Daddy Jones. Hashtag. All these Alabama quarterbacks, man. It's Love crazy. Them. There's a lot of them now. Love them. And they've and they've even... guys Warren. And they evolved from John David Booty, so you know. Agreed. Former so, Minnesota Viking. Uh Monty. Monty can build. Monty's on the sticks. Um he'll he'll have he'll move up this list easily come two or three seasons from now. I it's agree. going to be a rough first season for him. Um but his stick skill might be able to overcome. Uh the AFC is stacked. That division is is pretty loaded too. Um, so it's probably going to be a dog fight, but um, he'll make some noise. If it's not going to be the first season, he'll definitely be going forward. Uh, Theo, absolutely love Theo. Um, really happy that we're going to be division mates this uh, this cycle. I just don't know with how loaded. And I mean, I can speak for myself too with how loaded the the AFC is. I don't know how how he's going to overcome that. Um, there's no speed on this. Pa- there's no speed on this Patriots team. Um, 
defense is is okay um but he'll have to do some additions and uh it's, it's just really going to be a dog fight in this in this AFC East the whole way yeah, I agree with you on the Monty thing um if he wasn't the Texans I would put him higher now um but the fact that Texans team hardly has any talent on it you have to put him low they have so many picks. They're easily the top team in terms of if you want a bunch of future picks to take them. I think they have two firsts in the next two drafts. So he's going to have an opportunity to build his team for Theo. I'm sure Theo's getting really sick of hearing everyone saying, God, he's a really nice guy, but man, you're not very good at the game. I think he's actually decent at the game. No, he's he's and, he's good at the game. Agreed. Yeah. I just think that's the narrative that's kind of become around him, right? Yeah, and it not is. just from us three. I think it's from everyone. Um, when he was starting to put the work in last year to compete with Moji and I, he did a really good job in terms of his GM work. If he can do that from right away, he's going to be competitive. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the guy had an MVP player and he won 10 games and just barely missed the playoffs. So mm-hmm. he can play. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Um, Let's move to Maine at 29, selecting Ikem in the Raiders. The Raiders went 29. Crazy. I don't know how, if we're just talking about team right now, I don't know how the Raiders go 29. If we're talking about users, I think 29 still is too low for Ikem. He can build. We know this. He's, I'd say, above average on the sticks, even though he came into, he jumped on the next gen uh, once Monty left. And I would throw out everything out. he did with the Giants. He was yeah. fucking brutal there. Yeah, it was, it was not good. so hard, right? It's hard to come in that late. Hard to come in that late, and Monty had them built into his image, which wasn't going to translate really well to the next person. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I'm excited to see what he's going to do in, in Las Vegas with Derek Carr and uh, Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and that defense. And he's going to be able to draft and, and build. So going forward, he might move up this list. Um, but this first year, I think, is going to be a little rough with just uh, with just how loaded that division is and uh, and the and the conferences as a whole. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if by year two, year three, that we start seeing Eichem's name with, with some wind under his belt. Yeah, Eichem is not a bottom four user in our league. It's the fact that he's in a division with Moji and Ramesu the first yeah. year. That's the problem, right? Um, Spence, you got anything on this one? Uh, I played Eichem a couple of times when he got back with the Giants, so... Uh, I'm hoping that I'm sure it will be the case that he's going to have more luck with this next cycle because we love Icom. Yep, he's good shit, man. And I hope him and BM get that podcast going again because it's a phenomenal listen. So good. Um, it's an odd couple. They're they, good. They truly are an odd couple. Um, <laughs> let's move into the final three picks. This is where feelings are going to get hurt, but I'm. <laughs> this sounds so preposterous. Um, I'm actually thrilled with one of my two picks here. Um, at pick 30, I got Cat and the Bears. But at Ooh. pick 31, I am very excited that I got Glenn and the Commanders this late. Um, 
so cat and the bears um this was just kind of he's there um so the bottom three users are cad glenn and silk right there's no spoilers anymore um i just don't know how silk's gonna do coming back to red zone after being gone for two years so i stayed away from that even though he's got the rams um i don't think cad and the bears have a shot even though the nfc north is quote-unquote weaker I would take Spencer and BM over CAD any day of the week. So, and the, the fact that the bears are terrible, that, that Doesn't help. helps that. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. And then I actually kind of like Glenn and the commanders because um, Glenn, as the cycle goes on, will just continue to give his good players to Moji. But it's so early in the cycle right now. He can't <laughs> possibly screw this team up. <laughs> like the he is Carson Wentz, which is not good. But the defense is good, and there are weapons on offense. If he can just figure out how to be a better GM and just not be a farm team for the good teams in the league, he's he's annoying to play. But he's got some skills on the sticks. He just throws a ton of picks, right? And if he can stop breaking the rules, those are my two things. Glenn is not a bottom two user in this league. The fact that he went 31 in this draft is nuts to me. It is nuts. Um, he is not a bottom two user. I would put him in the top 20. I I would, and I know I passed on him a bunch of times. I would take him over White Greg. Oh, absolutely. I'd take him over Tico right now. Well, that's, a, that's getting crazy for me. <laughs> no. Um, Wait, let's have this discussion. <laughs> I know it's I know it's late, but let's be the honest. The NFC East is a disaster once again. Can we just say that we're All arguing right. between absolutely Kiko and Glenn, the tallest midget, um, right, Warren? The tallest midget. Glenn had some success last year, though, he, despite he all the things he was doing. That's what I was going to say. And guess he who did? Aston a couple times, didn't he? Yes, like he's he's his offense is really good. He's really good on yeah, offense. That's true. I think he Maybe beat Tico. Carson. I don't know. Um. What do you got on this one, Warren? So uh, with Cad, I just that Bears roster is it just gets worse and worse. They're they're losing pieces. They lost Khalil Mack to the Chargers, so there's no pass rush now. Um, I I don't really know about that. The rest of that defense now. Um, this this uh. Justin Fields is not going to be the Justin Fields of last year. Nope. It's going to be a, a, a two steps down. Um, and I and I don't remember seeing a lot of con. I don't remember seeing a lot of confidence coming out of Cad from when he was with New England. Like I, I don't see how he'll navigate. He just wants to play on player lock and clip some cool highlights. He doesn't <laughs> fucking care about winning. It is fun. Uh, so it, it, I think it's going to be a tough road for Cad. Glenn, if he can get out of the doghouse and get his splits right and get his cap right, I I can see where you would love this pick here at 31. But them splits and that yeah. cap situation, Our cheeks. It's it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with. Um, and he's got the carryover, right? So they're like threatening him to kick him out of the league if he fucks it up again. Isn't that the deal? 
Yeah, he, he's they on his last. He's on his last strike. They ain't kicking him out of the league. No, you know how hard it's to replace these people. Print that. Yeah, they're gonna make him quit the league. Yeah, right. Um, God. But uh, I, I, and also, I guess I can just get into my last pick here with Silk and the Rams, and it's just like you said. Um, we saw what Ikem did all. What Ikem did uh, after being away from how long it took him to get situated with Next Gen. Uh, three years is a long time. And he's been gifted a gift here with the Super Bowl champ Rams. It's crazy. So we'll have pieces all over the place. Wait a minute. I think we've seen this before. Pick 32, Super Bowl champions, Brandon Beach. Beach. Stop it. Say it ain't so. Stop it. Say it ain't so. I'm sorry, um, Morgan. I apologize. No, you're fine. I just I don't know how he's going to adjust. If it's the Tico that I remember from when I was here many moons ago, there's no way that Tico is uh, that sorry, that Silk is 32. Poor Tico, man. We just fucking dogging on him this whole pod. Terrible. Um if this is the the silk that I remember from before, there's no way he's 32. But moving up to next gen, and now this whole new you're supposed to have a whole new pass rush. Now it's going to be a lot for him to adjust to in season one. Um, we'll see what happens going forward, but it's it's just how just how things fell. Here's my silk take: the league is better that he's here. There's no right. doubt about it. Silk is, especially when he's active, dude. If we get active silk, it's fucking awesome. Draft parties with silk, silk, baby. Mm. He's unreal, man. The guy is hilarious. He's he's pretty good at the game. He he's active. Um, hopefully, he is. Um, it's the silk of old. Um, Please not in. That, that wasn't a joke about me calling Silk old, by the way, even though he is old. Um, It'll get flipped into that. You know that. Exactly. Oh, come on. Come on, Mr. Adelman. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, dude. Silk and, Silk and the Rams at 32 is um, it's probably the right pick just because he's been out of the league for so long. But uh, it's a really good team. And the only thing I'll say to argue for it is that if you're going to be in a division, right, you could the NFC North would be the one that you'd want to be in if you're brand new. No offense, Spencer. But um, fair. NFC West isn't bad. You got to deal with Jim and Andy. And um, who else am I forgetting? Jim, Andy, and uh, who else did we pick in this division? Yeah. Oh, Blueprint. Blueprint, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like world beaters, right? Even though Andy went fourth overall in this draft. Um, it's a good division to be in if you're coming back to the league. And the fact that Silk's with his friend Blueprint, that's going to make him want to stick around for the whole cycle. I love it. So good. Red zone is strong, boys. We're in a good spot. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? That's the draft. We did it. We made it through all 32 picks. I am just, I'm, I'm, it's the, 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 how much I'm itching towards 23. I downloaded the up to date rosters in 22. And I'm oh currently God. doing a let's see what the Bills can do with these 
with on twenty two. I'm just you're, you're an absolute degenerate. I love I, it. I, I, I was gonna call you that. <laughs> I did, but came a degenerate so quickly. It's just it's incredible. The worst. We're happy to have you back, man. What do you got, Spence? <laughs> man, I'm just ready for football to be back in general. For the weather to change, it's gonna be great. And then I can yes, sir. Play some Madden with my boys. It's gonna be good. Play some, play some football. Yes, sir. Uh, I can't. I can't wait to see who gets the most butthurt about this list. It was fun doing it, um, gentlemen. It was a blast. It was a pleasure. Let you go to bed now. Yes, I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Would you call Robo Robo Sapien? Robo Robo Sapien. That's right. He's gonna need to change his gamer tag to that now. Robo Discord name or something. Awesome. All right, well, hey boys, this was fun. Thanks for joining me on this uh, long show. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hope everyone enjoyed this. A pleasure. Have a good one, man. Yes, sir. We're back, baby. Thank you for listening to the Red Zone Rewind Podcast. 